1: every team, every topic, everywhere this is Believe. Hey Davey. Hey Brett, how you doing? Hey man, how's it going? Lofo, what's up? What's happening, boys? You guys ready to talk some Titans Seahawks? Oh yeah, it's game week. I really don't know after after last week's performance.
0: <laughs> oh, you <gonna, laughs> you don't want to talk about no, it. No, 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 I'm I'm kidding, I'm kidding.
1: See, it's uh...
2: I, I feel like you should feel more confident though. If, you know, because I remember every time, you know, we had a rough game, we had a rough week of practice that led to a better performance. So if anything, we should be a little nervous. That's all I'm going to say.
1: I was going to say the Titans have to be kind of hungry after last week, actually.
0: I, I sure hope so. And I mean, whenever you look at Mike Vrabel coach teams, usually after such a poor performance, they typically do come back and perform at a higher level. I think Titans fans are hoping that that is the case for this upcoming matchup.
1: No, see see at first Davey like I was all I wasn't so nervous cuz you seemed more nervous. Now you're sounding confident. Now I'm Yeah. Angry. Now we're getting nervous. <laughs> this whole thing is backfiring. We'll,
0: we'll monitor that situation as we continue uh, throughout the show. Uh, I'm interested to see the the ups and downs as we go on.
1: All right, let's start the show. Hit the theme song. Let's get this crowd going. Now, come on, get him up, get him up, get him up. On, on three. One, two, three. Oh.
0: Lofa Tatupu is up in the mix. Go up
2: I'm just about that action, boss. He
0: takes the snap. He's going
2: to throw down the middle. What a catch. It's intercepted by Lofa Tatupu. Oh. Holy catch! Yeah, that's great football now. It's going to work now. Let's keep playing. Who's got love? got
1: my God. There's Lofa.
2: No
0: oh. A player. Trouble plant, thunder, all one, ready, quick.
2: Russell looking, Russell scrambling, pump faking, still looking, now he spins out. We
1: gotta fly, baby. 35-40. down the far sideline, he's still moving, he's gonna go. Yes, go. go. 20, 10, they do it again, touchdown! Touchdown! Touchdown, Seahawks! Seahawks!
2: Seahawks. Seahawks. Seahawks.
1: Seahawks Podcast on the Believe Football Network. Thanks for joining the show. I'm Seahawks Superfan Brett Davern. He's Seahawks legend, Lofa Tatupu. And also joining us on this show, he's from Believe in Titans. It's Davey Hudson. Also from uh, Fox Sports Knoxville. So he'll be hanging out and helping us break down the upcoming matchup this weekend between our Seahawks and the Titans. Lofa, you ready to go? Let's do this, brother. All right. If you guys uh, have thoughts, questions, comments, you can hit us up anytime. Seahawkspod at gmail.com. That's Seahawks, P-O-D, at gmail.com. Or also any social media at Believe in Seahawks. Actually, before we get going too much here, let me do our sponsors a solid and read what they tell me to read. Intro it's that time of year again and all eyes are now turning to football as teams are back on the gridiron to start the football season betonline.ag has got you covered they're the number one spot for all pro and college football action this year i know you guys are getting in on it over there and you can use our promo code believe b-l-e-a-v oh sorry lofa that's your line unbelievable sorry unbelievable <laughs> yes Go ahead. <laughs> Yeah. You get a welcome bonus at betonline.ag when you use the promo code BETONLINE, your online sports, books, sports book experts. All right, Davey. Let's get into it, man. Titans and Seahawks on Sunday in Seattle. The 12th man will be back at Lumen Field in full throat after a much uh, a long hiatus, uh, you know, not being in the stadium all last year and everything. I mean dude how you feeling one after last week playing the cardinals i mean yeesh (laughs) but then also now you got to come to seattle
0: i i know right that's you know for for starters i am glad that fans are back in the stands i was able to attend some games last year and it's just not the same and so i'm really happy that i mean it'll probably be a lot more difficult for the titans in that aspect having the 12th man to go up against as well but Uh, The Titans, they they had their home opener this past weekend, and obviously things did not go to plan. I mean, I know as the Cardinals are a division rival of you all, that is something that the Titans, I thought, with all the hype coming into this season, everyone was expecting an offensive performance, and maybe the defense was revamped. We were going to see a lot there, but really in all three phases of the game, the Titans just came out flat. There was no energy, and the Cardinals really just hit them in the mouth and didn't let up.
1: What should uh, Titans fans be concerned about with these Seahawks uh, other than the 12th man, you think?
0: Well, I mean, it's all about the quarterback nowadays, right? And you guys have a great quarterback in Russell Wilson and with, The Titans last week, I mean, they were unable to do anything to stop Kyler Murray. I know Wilson is not as quick and elusive as Kyler, but he still has that arm strength that's able to take the top over a defense. And one of the biggest issues for the Titans coming into the season was, how is this secondary going to look? They really revamped that entire unit. They decided that it was more of a personnel issue, not so much coaching. So they decided we're going to go out and get a lot of new faces. And after week one, that – game plan is not looking to be the most beneficial move that we could have made, and so i'm I'm if I'm a Seahawks fan, I'm saying just let Russ cook
1: oh no, oh no lofa. he's trying to dig us he knows what he's doing he's trying to put the the Don't whammy on the, us orca on us or something hey uh lofa, what about like for Seahawks fans? I mean, if we're watching the game last week with the Titans and the Cardinals and watching Kyler Murray like uh like davy alluded to like. What can we glean from that for, for our team?
2: Um, I didn't get to see the game, just saw the updates as I was watching the Hawks. Pommel the Colts for you guys, so you're welcome for that one, Davey. Um, uh, too bad but, we couldn't return the favor. <laughs> I know, right? But, um, you know, I, I think really what the uh, the Seahawks have to be excited about is that, you know, we're not too heavy pass. We're not too heavy run. It's It's been such a good balance, uh, Balance 7, one of our sponsors, that, um, you know, everybody you, you can you don't know what you're expecting you know we, we we could see a run on on third and five third and six and um just that kind of unpredictability which i think that's what has worried fans in the past is that we were too predictable i think that's what we have going for us on offense
1: well and also uh the titans they had a really hard time getting off the field the defense did on third down against the cardinals and the Seahawks who had their struggles with third down last season were actually pretty solid against the Colts on third down, lots of third down conversions. So concerned about that, Davey?
0: Yeah. uh, Last year, when you look at it, the Titans were one of the worst teams in third down efficiency. And I believe we, whenever it came to a team making the playoffs, we had the fewest amount of sacks of any team to ever make it to the NFL playoffs. So that just goes to show you how electric that offense was last year for the Titans. Now for the Titans, uh, from a, a standpoint of, well on the defensive side of the ball they made shane bowen the full-time defensive coordinator we were kind of hazy on how those duties were set about last year but if if you're a seahawks fan and even if you had struggled with third downs in the past this is the perfect team to kind of get those things right but for for us like i mean i don't want to sugarcoat it like that's how it is And I'm not trying to overreact after one week because I know that's something a lot of people do that gets you into some issues. But I'm of the mindset after what I saw last year, what I saw after the first week, until the Titans can prove to me they can get off the field on third down, I'm just assuming if it's anywhere between third and 10 or shorter, they're likely going to pick up the first.
1: And I'm a true Seahawks fan because no matter what Davey says, I'm getting nervous. He's like, this is going to be an easy game for you guys. I get nervous. He says, hey, we're bringing it this week. Now I get nervous. I don't know. I'm just always nervous. Well,
0: the thing that I would definitely – I'm kind of expecting. I don't see how this offense can stay – as stagnant as they were this past week, and so I do expect the Titans to be able at times to really go back to the drawing board and be able to exploit the Seattle defense at times. Now, are they able to get into a shootout? Because if if you're asking me, the only way the Titans are likely going to win this game is if they get into that style of play, and they're just going back and forth. And I mean, for fans, that's probably the most entertaining form of football to watch, so that's something I would at least like to see.
1: Well, if they do get into a shootout, they're going to have to protect Ryan Tannehill. And Lofa, like, I don't know if you saw, but, you know, the Titans, they they couldn't protect him this last weekend. Like, the Cardinals had, like, 20-something sacks, I swear. Every time I looked up, he was on the ground again. And the Seahawks, the pass rush was great versus the Colts, right, Lofa?
2: Yeah, I think that's actually something that, you know, bodes well for the Hawk fans is that, our you know, I, I I knew that the Cardinals were going to be a problem. I told you Chandler Jones coming back from injury with yeah. JJ Watt on that field with him. Like
1: it's, I read yeah. a stat. He's on pace. Chandler Jones is on pace for 108 sacks this season. So yeah. Yeah. Is that good after one game? Is that good?
2: <laughs> Um, I think the number is actually eighty, uh, um, if, right? Or seventeen games. Now you're right. Maybe it is. Maybe it's eighty-five. <laughs> but either way, it's it's a lot, right? It would definitely be the record. Beat the record by sixty-five. But we <laughs> we have pass rush in our favor right now. Um, but it was also, I mean, if we're talking, you know, what concerns me defensively is that they have two studs at receiver, and, and, you know, in Jones and uh, AJ Brown, and then um, that that O line is good despite what the sacks say or whatever, it's um, like the Colts, they just gave up on the run too early against us. They had, they were making some, and like, look, we're about to see the best, in my opinion, the best running back in the game, Derrick Henry. And so I I guarantee you he gets the ball at least 20, 25 times, uh, 20, 25 touches, and it's going to be a long day. Uh, We're going to find out what our defensive line is really made of in, in this game.
1: Well, yeah, that brings me to my very next thing on the list here because, uh, you know, we did give up 3.8 yards per carry to the Colts. Um, you know, like we talked about on the last episode of our show, and it's not a crazy number or anything like that, but it's a little higher than you'd like to see. And now we are going to be facing Derrick Henry. So like I asked you, uh, earlier, Davey, like what should Titans fans be concerned about? I mean, what should Seahawks fans r- really be concerned about with this Titans team? I, I would think Henry, uh, fit, puts that bill. A lot. Yeah.
0: You say that and. I know this team's bread and butter over the last couple of years has obviously been dominant line play. And that's what I think is the most shocking to Titans fans was how this line just came out and they were getting beat each and every play, it seemed like. And, I mean, Taylor Lewan, I know he's coming off an ACL injury, but, I mean, he's supposed to be your stud left tackle. And Chandler Jones, I mean, he even said it. Like, Chandler Jones tweeted out after the game, Chandler Jones exposed me. I don't know why you would tweet that. I would just probably stay off Twitter for a while and get to work, but... That's, I didn't see that well. Yeah, that's, it, oh, cool. it's not ideal. And so uh, the, the biggest question for this line coming into the season was who's going to be playing right tackle? They went out and they drafted Dylan Ray Duns in the second round of this year's draft. They got Kendall Lamb from the Cleveland Browns in free agency. And then David Quesenberry, who's been on the team for a while, ended up getting the start on Sunday. And so you were thinking, well, that's where they're – the the Cardinals are likely going to be able to exploit this team. But no, they were just going after your all-pro left tackle, and there wasn't anything he could do to stop it. And obviously, if you're not getting that push, it's going to be hard for Derek, as great as he is, if he's getting hit in the backfield two yards as soon as he touches the ball. Like, There's only so much he can do. Now, for the Titans, I'm at least hopeful that A.J. Brown and Julio Jones will come back and be able to really – start to showcase their talents because we all predicted Chester Rogers was the Titans leading receiver on Sunday. And, um, I mean, when you're having a guy that you weren't even expecting to make the team initially be your leading receiver, that shows that there's some concern. And so I know the loss of Arthur Smith taking the head coaching job for the Falcons during the off season was something that we thought might be a little different, but Todd Downing been in the system. We're like, just don't change things up too much. And Based off the talent, just solely that you have on offense, you should be fine. And well, yeah, what's go going
1: on with that Julio Jones injury? Is he all right?
0: Yeah, Julio's fine. Um, I mean, obviously with him and his career, I know last year he kind of was battling some stuff, but it's more just management. I mean, the biggest thing for him was mentally. He had there was one point Titans had a third and one. He gets an unsportsmanlike conduct penalty, bumps us back to third and sixteen, and at that point, I mean, the drive's pretty much over. So. He had a couple of drops, and obviously whenever you go out and you try to pay for what has been a top-five receiver throughout the course of his career, you're expecting him to make these difficult catches, and he just was not mentally in the game. And I know that for camp this year, the preseason, these guys weren't able to really get a lot of reps together as far as Ryan Tannehill and his core group of skill players, but you were hoping that – I mean that the chemistry would start to come together. And so that's, I guess, one of the symbols of, or I guess things of hope that Titans fans are really looking to see as this season progresses.
1: Well, yeah, and Lofa, we talked about on the last episode, like our a little bit of our concern coming off that Colts game is our cornerback play, and now you're going up against A.J. Brown and Julio Jones, and Julio Jones has had big games against us when he was with the Falcons and all that stuff. I am am a little nervous that this is kind of a big bounce-back game for uh, their offense, especially those receivers, because they're too good to be held down like this forever.
2: Yeah, a lot of averages, man. So if they didn't do anything last week, they're going to get back on track, and let's just hope it's not against us. But, um, yeah, it's it's a tall task. Again, as uh, as awesome as we're feeling as Hawk fans and as bad as you guys are feeling as Titan fans, it's only one week, and we got 16 more to go. And, you know, you, we don't know who the really good teams are yet. It's just one week, so uh, a lot to be uh, discovered.
1: Well, also – oh, sorry, go ahead, David. No, I was just going to say,
0: you're talking about, like, another thing as to why a lot of Titans fans are down in the dumps. I mean, from a collegiate standpoint, we got Tennessee Vols and the Vanderbilt Commodores, obviously those – program struggling a little bit right now so it's like it just goes in from saturday into sunday and so that's one of the things that i think got a lot of people
1: upset well something that's fun though is the gadget plays you guys ran a flea flicker you ran a fake punt they were throwing everything they could at the wow. Cardinals, and I, as a seahawk fan i hate those plays when they come against us we've seen them in the past from the rams with johnny hecker and oh. it's so frustrating should we expect more gadget plays on sunday
0: you know Whenever we were going to the gadget plays this weekend, you could tell it was a sign of desperation. So I hope, and Titans fans are hoping, you're not actually having to see those okay. because I mean, it really just came at the moment where it's just like pretty much. I, I think the fake punt came, I think we were like at our own 30. It was really just, a, I mean, you got to try to do anything to get it going. And yeah. while the Titans throughout the years with Arthur Smith, he definitely had a few tricks up his sleeve in that category. Now, will Todd Downing and the staff draw up a bunch of those types of plays just to try to maybe get things going early, get the momentum? But at a certain point, you're thinking, okay, like let's just stick to our bread and butter, get Derrick Henry the ball, and he can help open up some opportunities for Ryan Tannehill because Tannehill, I know a lot of people think about his days back in Miami, but he's been one of the most efficient quarterbacks ever since he's had to start in Tennessee. And so if you could have situations where he's one-on-one with Julio and AJ on the outside, I feel like Titans fans would take that every day of the week. So if, so if we're seeing gadget plays, that means we're doing good. Mo-Fi. So
1: if yeah. they, you see yeah. that? Like
2: yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: Vrabel yeah, is not the kind of guy that's going to go to gadget plays just right off the bat. It's like, yeah. all right, so, you're telling me the run's not working. We're not getting any yards passing. We don't have enough time to protect the quarterback. We might as well go to something else and just see if we can, you know, get a tight, uh, touchdown for, for momentum or anything. But, yeah. you know, that's like, like he was just saying, you the, if you get the one on one, I know, I know we're solid at one corner. And I think this is where Titan fans, you know, have to be paying attention uh, to the matchup of, you know, who are we, we going to double? Is it going to be Julio or AJ? But either way, whoever is uh, that DJ Reed is not on, he's going to need help over there. And I yeah. think that's just, uh, you know, whether whether it's a, a, a linebacker buzzing underneath to the flats. And so he can just play deep for the deep routes or he plays pressed up, you know, bump and run with the safety, you know, kind of floating more towards him. You know, I think there's going to be some serious attention paid to both these receivers. And that's where, that's where Derek Henry really worries me getting like a one-on-one or a seven, eight-man box instead of, you know, nine, like he's always used to seeing.
1: <laughs> Davey, what's going on with the kicking game for
0: the Titans? <sighs> I was actually about to bring that up whenever you're talking about gadget plays. like, you might not see a lot of that, but you might see a lot of opportunities where the Titans are going for it on fourth down. Since 2019, how many different kickers do you think the Titans have had on their active roster? Oh, since
1: 2019? Since 2019. I mean, it should only be like three or four. Four maybe. I mean, it should be like one, but I was gonna say one or two. Yeah, two. What would you say
0: if I what What would you say if I were to tell you we've had twelve active kickers since 2019?
1: Active kickers, twelve different kickers. Red alert. That's not good.
0: Yeah, it's. I mean, it all started obviously the Titans organization through Rob Baronis and then Ryan Suckup for a five-year period. I mean, you felt really solid at that that unit and. For whatever reason, they have just not been able to figure it out the last couple of years. You look at what has happened with – you thought Tucker McCann was going to get the job during the offseason. He gets hurt on a roughing the kicker penalty, ends up getting cut. That happened against the Falcons and. I guess I think that was preseason game number one. But then you got Sam Ficken, who hasn't been very consistent throughout his career, but he was looking good up until he ends up getting hurt, and he's put on IR for the Titans. And so then we go when they sign Michael Badgley, who was with the Chargers last year. So you have that, and then he ends up missing a field goal, misses the extra point. They cut him. Right now Randy Bullock is a guy on the practice squad that – I'm under the impression they will ultimately sign. I really don't want to look at it. I really just hope I wake up on Sunday and I'm like, I don't have to hear about the kicker at all because that was one of the things for the 2019 campaign where the Titans ended up just making it all the way to the AFC championship game. You were just so efficient in the red zone. You never really had to rely on a kicker. Right. They were just scoring touchdown after touchdown, so field goals didn't really matter. But obviously if you're a Seahawks fan and you see that field goal unit come out onto the field, I wouldn't be scared.
1: Could be an adventure. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, they got problems in the kicking game. And I think also just look for that. you guys, like you said, going for it more often on fourth down, um, especially if they're on the Seahawks side of the ball, just because they might not be able to rely on whoever they got uh, back there. Balance seven, everybody. Where's my leverage coming hot and fast and heavy this episode everybody. Balance 7, get yourself aligned and get your alkaline in balance, get your acids down and your pH is up. I'm not really sure how it works, but Balance 7 knows how it works. And so does former NBA player Lamar Odom because he's using it, we're using it. It's balance7.com. Make sure you use our promo code Leave. Bleav, B-O-E-A-V. You go to balance7.com you get $10 off of their 32-ounce bottle, and that bottle lasts you about 11 days. You get $10 off of it when you use our promo code BELIEVE. Again, that's balance7.com. Use promo code BELIEVE at checkout. Lamar did, we did, and you should too. Let's look around um the divisions a little bit. AFC South, I mean, is that the Titans' division to lose, even with the performance against the Cardinals in Week 1?
0: Right now, the, the answer to that question, at least in my opinion, is still yes. You look at, I mean, let's take a step back. Right now, the Houston Texans lead that division with the only team with a win, as we all were predicting coming into the year. And, I mean, obviously, the Jacksonville Jaguars, no one's expecting a whole lot from Urban Meyer and his staff down there right now. And, obviously, with the Colts, you were expecting Carson Wentz, Quentin Nelson, both those guys to be getting up to speed a little bit later just based off their those foot surgeries that both those guys had and mm-hmm. while the colts do have a good defense i think there still are a lot of concerns about that offense and carson Wentz trying to research have a resurgence for his career but with the titans just simply based off the talent you would think they could turn it on and they should be winning this division when you look at it and they're fortunate because i mean it is one of the weaker divisions you can't say the same thing about the nfc west i mean right now yeah. all four teams won this past week and i mean how are you guys thinking like okay this this division's ultimately going to play out
1: that's what i was going to ask lofa next i mean we go undefeated in the nfc west out here and i mean that division looks strong man our division i mean lofa
2: yeah um so i mean i got us wondering at all you know that and <laughs> yeah. the, the, the team i was most concerned about probably had the best showing um you know the the cardinals and against against the team that i have a lot of respect for the titans that are coming in to see us this week so um you know i'm still sticking with you know my call you know the niners yeah they got out into an incredible like 40 to something lead but they almost blew it coming down the stretch you know and at forty one thirty three. 41 33 um that should not be happening if you have one of the best defenses which they allegedly they do now turn around look at the rams they had a good good outing right um on uh sunday night football wherever it was um taking back my worst effort did look pretty good i'll give him that a couple of you know, blown you know.
1: coverages though a couple really blown coverages out oh, yeah. of wide open I mean, yeah i know
2: but he still he still
1: made the throw a wide open all the time you know
2: still made the throw and um, you yeah. know it was crazy i mean i really i didn't think that they did anything to win i think McVeigh outcoached uh, the Bears. I really think that's what it came down to. I didn't really, wasn't really impressed by the play uh, of the Rams. I thought the defense was stout as usual. The Bears' defense looked great too, um, other than the blown coverage, as you said. But so I'm still, still have us winning it. And uh, with, I'm, I'm worried about the Cardinals, though. I am not going to lie. I'm worried about the Cardinals.
1: I want to get a quick thought from each of you about Aaron Rodgers' hair. Who wants to jump in first? Because I yeah. hate, I hate it. And I I, I'm going to spell for Aaron because I know he loves to spell. I H-A-T-E it. And I know Packers fans do, do too. <laughs> and reading Packers subreddit is the most entertaining thing on the internet, everybody, because Packers Nation is losing their mind and they hate hippie Aaron Rodgers. But how do you guys feel?
0: Uh, if, if I'm Aaron, I'm more concerned about my play than I am my hair. I mean, whenever you look <laughs> at that performance, I mean, well, I'm I, an
1: actor, I, baby, yeah, So you know, yeah. I'm worried about the hair.
0: <laughs> I, like if if I'm. Like I said earlier, if I'm a Packers fan, or if I'm a Titans fan, I'm thanking the Packers for having such a poor performance and and yeah. taking some of that shine away from how how bad the Titans played. But, I mean, if you're Aaron Rodgers, you've had this entire offseason, I say just go with it, man. You don't really care. I love the theories that he's just basically going in to sabotage the program from within. I don't
1: have a dog in the fight, man, do you? That was a stinker on Sunday, though. I mean, Lofa, did you watch any of that game? That was not Packer hey, football like we're the used only to thing that, The
2: only thing that looked good was his hair. Uh, you know, I, I'll say. Um, but but you know, this is what, you know, because you know, uh Brett loves to talk about Aaron Rodgers on this show. Oh, um yeah. and okay. uh yeah, loves talking about quarterbacks. But this <laughs> is kind of concerning on you know, from what I said when you get to talking about oh well I was fifty-fifty on retiring. And yeah, and then you had the contract and you had oh you know all
1: these different things Uh, hosting jeopardy and getting into all the different other stuff yeah and
2: I don't I'm not going to say that it it had the effect but either the Saints are Super Bowl champions because they just embarrassed the Packers or it had a little carryover into his play I mean I I've never seen I've never seen him just wing a ball up there like I've never seen him Brett Favre just drop back and throw one you know now the kid made a hell of a play. It looked like he was leaning towards the left and helping, and then he just baseball turned and went the other way and caught the ball because it should have been one-on-one coverage. I, I saw what he saw, and I'm not really trying. I'm who am I to second guess second guess uh, Aaron Rodgers? But I've never seen that out of him, and that's kind of telling. Of like, hey, like, was this kind of like, oh shit, man, I, you know, uh, all the offseason dude, stuff. Dude, it's
1: interesting to watch because like i mean much more of this and like where does he go then next year you know i mean i know he is aaron Rodgers, but everybody has a breaking point every once in a while and i don't know man with yeah. that with the hair and with the attitude and with the way they played on the field like i'd be kind of just concerned anyway now like,
2: if this i mean 38 to 3 you gotta you gotta give some credit to uh my man chris richard and his defensive secondary that held uh, yeah. held them to three but yeah. um even to see him pulled in the fourth quarter you know i you know 10 minutes ago they put in uh, jordan love i i didn't expect to see that i thought he would have like stuck it out and say, "Yeah, no i'm finishing the game so if this carries over for a couple more games then then i'm gonna say that offseason stuff had a lot to do with it because you know just them not seeing eye to eye and you know it's carrying over
1: Yeah. Let's move on to our Zone In segment. Zone In CBD, the best CBD in the biz. It's Lofa's company. Use our promo code. Once again, Lofa. Believe. B L E A V. E A V. Get 20% off at zoneincbd.com. You can sign up for a subscription. It just shows up. You don't have to think about it. Zoneincbd.com, everybody. Predictions, guys. Davey, what do you got? How do you see this thing shaping up on Sunday between the Seahawks and the Titans?
0: You know, before the season started, I had the Seahawks winning this game, and I didn't see enough from the Titans to make me change that prediction. I do think we're going to get a, a high-scoring affair. So at the end of the day, I, I see this game being around 38-30 to 30 with the Seahawks ultimately edging it out. I, I'm, I'm hoping it comes down to the fourth quarter, and I, I'm sure the Titans are going to have something. They're, they're going to be more prepared
1: than what we saw this past weekend. I like I like the high-scoring prediction. I'm going to go a little bit lower, and I always do a weird number just because, for some reason, Seahawks scores always end up weird. So give me the Seahawks uh, 29, and I'm I'm taking them over the Titans, mostly just because it's at home. Give me the Titans at uh, 27, 29-27. I think it's going to be tighter than we think. Getting the cover, okay.
2: I think it's going to be a very close game. You, you know, you have to worry about a team that just – no offense. Got their ass kicked. And that's yeah. what happened. That's what happened last week. You know well, Mike not
1: gonna Vrabel's not gonna stand Oh my
2: God. Vrabel is getting after them right now. And I mean, if, and then you know the players, you know, they got some pride themselves. So they're and of course they know that we're good. They know that we won the division last year. And so it's uh, you know, you get up for a formidable opponent, right? Someone that should be in the top of their division and um and they played us they played us tough in the past so i'm gonna go i'm gonna go 31 i think it's gonna come down to a field goal. i'm gonna go 31 30 hawks squeak it out at the end Um
1: wow is it we, a game-winning drive is it like a jason myers at the buzzer is that what we're talking about oh yeah
2: it's a russell wilson finished right. by of jason course. myers come on man come on. yeah, yeah.
1: All right, <laughs> that's a wrap for the Seahawks podcast this episode everybody thanks out there for listening if you got thoughts email us Seahawks at gmail.com you can also hit us up on any social media at believe in Seahawks you guys can find Davey uh, and the Titans podcast it's believe in Titans anywhere you're listening to podcast. also Davey is on social media at Davey underscore Hudson H-U-D-S-O-N Davey thanks for jumping on man
0: yeah, Lofa, I appreciate you guys having me. It was
1: a lot of fun. Anytime, eh? fun, man. Uh, Let's hope for a good game this weekend. But, of course, I'm hoping for a Seahawks win. We're out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Lofa, break us down. What do you got? Uh,
2: we'll see. You know, usually we break it down to something for the Seahawks. But I can't do that disrespectfully to my man. So we're just going to go believe, believe, family.
1: All right. I got it in the, new, like uh, a, the end of practice. Yeah, we, we all got our
2: Believe podcast, Believe in Titans. Make sure you check our guy out, Believe in Seahawks. That's where you're listening to this. So Believe Family, Believe in Family on three. One, two, three. Believe in believe Family. Believe in Family. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants.